0: This podcast is created as a part of the Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. You, me, films and the world is equal to this podcast. No, no, take two. You, me and just geeking about films is equal to this podcast you're listening to. This is Around the World in 8mm. I am Raghurpa Kidar and I talk films. Like all moms, my mom is also very possessive about her stuff. Like the household stuff she buys, you know, mugs, Tupperware, decor and stuff. And no matter how careful you are, she never trusts you with any of those. Like in her heart, she knows that if something happens to the stuff, it will be one of her irresponsible family members. And no matter who loses or breaks the stuff, everyone faces the brunt of it because in her head, we all are careless. I have two sisters and we came up with a system and unwillingly, our dad got roped in as well. Whenever we broke something, we just blame it on our father. And when questioned, he would deny it too. So it became all of our fault, which anyway would have been the case. So I take the fall. So it became a pattern and our mom also knew it was mostly one of us three and we just put it on our dad. This one time, my mom bought this really fancy duster, not your shabby quintessential checker pattern cloth. This brush with removable cover on its head uh, that so that one could wash it and put it back, all that shenanigan. And one day, it just went missing. Now, no one would confess to our mom. We'd usually confess to each other who it was. But this time, no one did that either. So, for a long while, we did not know what happened to that brush. One day, we were looking for something in the storeroom. My mom found its dead body. And now that it had been found, one of us had to confess. Turns out our dad had broken it cleaning the cooler that summer, which was forbidden by the way. You could only use that fancy brush indoors. And he just hid it and kept mum knowing that her mom would just assume it was one of us. Well played, father. Now, what if you find out that it was mostly I who broke the stuff and blamed other people? And that I have a habit of making up stories. I'd suddenly become an unreliable narrator here. This is something mysteries and thrillers use to make the story more mysterious and thrilling. And in this episode, we are going to France to see what Arson Lupin has to tell us. Or maybe I'll just call it because that way it sounds less pretentious. And also I can't speak French. So you know how when we are watching or reading anything, it is from a particular point of view or perspective. It can be the first person like, have you read that coming-of-age book, Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Kaboski? Or in second person, have you seen you? Or the third person, a lot of stories are in the third person, think of Harry Potter. When it comes to mysteries, the narrator whose point of view we are following becomes very, very important. They are our guide into this world. We see what they show. I recently made an episode about uh, the Handmaiden, this Korean film and that film utilizes the manipulation of the viewer via different point of views really well. The unreliability of the protagonist in Arsène Lupin by Maurice Leblanc makes it a lot more fun than any other high story. Arsène is a nobody yet everybody. You can't trust anything he says. And when he is revealed to be the narrator at the end of the book, you feel as conned as his victims. The Netflix series Lupin, I'll just call it Lupin to maintain the distinction, isn't a direct adaptation of the book but heavily inspired from it. It's kind of meta because the series is inspired from Arsene Lupin and it has a protagonist who is heavily inspired by this character as well. So the plot and the protagonist's action take inspiration from the legendary character. I like Lupin. I watched the first episode but then stopped in the middle to read the source material which is not very long, you know. It is just a short book of 144 pages and follows Conan Doyle's style of storytelling. The first story establishes the character and then we go on adventures with them. As I said earlier, the series is not a direct adaptation but heavily inspired from the book with a protagonist heavily inspired from the character so they play around with the source material. We start with a janitor planning a heist to steal this precious necklace which once belonged to Marie Antoinette, all while seeing his backstory in flashbacks. He is later revealed to be a con man, and we are seeing his origin story and what he's been working for all his life at the same time. A big green flag, I'd say, in terms of pilot flags, it not only gives me enough to care about the character. But also leaves me with the questions about everything that has happened in the middle while anticipating for the cat and mouse chase that will ensue after this successful heist. He's a con artist. Remember, of course, he has successfully stolen the necklace. I have already given too much away about the plot, so I won't go into the details of how the heist happens. I'll continue talking about the character, which I found to be the most interesting part of the pilot. The storyline solely focuses on him and so will we our character as mentioned earlier is based on arson lupin and Arlupin lupin is a lot like him he's charming he's smart but there is one difference that sets them apart or at least it seems this way at a first glance that i had at the pilot and the book in the book arson says that he wants to be defined by his work which he considers Art. Remember how I said Arson is the narrator. Later in the story it is revealed he narrated it to someone else and that someone else is narrating it to us. And this second narrator quotes Arson. He says that why should I retain a definitive form and feature? Why should I retain a definitive form and feature? Why not avoid the danger of personality that is ever the same? My actions will serve to define me. I doubt the Netflix Lupin is going to be so invested in the art aspect of his conmanship, if that's a word. He seems to be more interested in the revenge aspect of it, which he just achieved in the first episode. What next? A hook that makes you want to watch the next episode. Moreover, it is difficult to totally ditch the personality aspect that book Lupin can afford to do. Those stories seem to be about what Lupin does. This show seems to focus on more on who he is and why. Already we can pick certain aspects of his personality. He is not just a con artist. You cannot predict anything about. Well those who he cons probably cannot. But us as the viewer are shown that he is a grieving son and a loving father. In the light of this it is difficult to look at him just as a con man. And that kind of well-rounded character is good for a mystery story because any mystery story becomes a lot more interesting when there is an eccentric character involved. Then it is not just a story about a lady in pink but the story of what the sociopathic detective named Sherlock does when he finds out about it. It is not just a burglary of a queen's necklace but a high story of a con artist with a history with that necklace. I don't have much to complain about this show. I wouldn't call it the best heist pilot I've ever seen or the best heist setup I've ever seen or even a very promising premise that really makes one want to keep going. But despite that, I want to watch the next episode. The pilot has gotten me interested just enough. What is appreciable about the show is that it does not become corny in trying to be charming or melodramatic in trying to be sentimental. There are lighter and heavier moments. All are well placed, nothing makes me roll my eyes, so that's a good sign, no? A show has to make my eyes roll too much and become a guilty pleasure or none at all so that I can get invested properly. Anything in the middle is just not worth the effort. Alright, so for the next episode, you can probably see what's coming. We are watching popular series. We are talking about heist shows. Can you guess what is on the cards? Next destination, Spain, 2017. Do check out the podcast Instagram page at the rate world underscore 8mm to find more hints and other cinema-related content. This page will also lead you to what I am up to. That is, if you're interested, find us on Instagram and let's talk films. And hey! Don't forget to treat yourself with a good film this week.